It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And so I was um, watching this video of Lori Harvey explaining that she, you know, dates on her own terms and, you know, blah, 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 right? And how, you know, I mean, you know, basically, long story short, she's going to do what she want to do when she want to do it. She almost got married young and she realized she didn't know what she wants and she don't know what she wants. I mean, these are these are the women who love to talk like they just know everything. But they when it benefits them, they don't ever know what they want. Right. Um, y'all ever notice that? Um, and this, that and the third. And, you know, I, I said out loud when I was watching it and I caught myself. I said, black women. But, you know, what I want to talk about is the fact that it's not. What people don't realize is black women get hold to a lot of these things. When we see them, it's always, oh, look at black women, it's black women. And I, I want to kind of put a little bit behind that uh, and a little context behind that. And the little context behind that is very simple. Black women seem to not understand this, this main thing. It's not that white women, Spanish women, or Asian women aren't capable of doing the things that black women do. It's not that they don't do them. I think the main thing that puts black women under the stereotypes of whore, belonging to the streets, being masculine, right? Not being uh, wife material, things like that that we say about black women, you hear more being pushed on black women than other women, is simple. Black women tend to add more insult to injury the other women aren't as vocal about being these ways they're not as outright you know hypocritical and um they tend to do what they do in peace and understand that you can't do this and expect these results and then be mad at this group once you've treated them this way for 10-15 years and you've made an image of yourself this way you can't expect to tell the world all the secrets all the mystery and think that you can still keep being a hoe like they they understand most of them at least understand these simple concepts right where black women feel like they can be everything you know i feel like um you know i feel like black women really believe that they can be a hoe and then life's gonna wait for them like you know life's gonna i could be a hoe for the first you know 10 years of my adulthood or 15 years of my adulthood and there's going to still be a great, respectful, um, rich, beautiful, uh, what's the word I really look for? High self-esteem. Because just because you're rich don't mean you have high self-esteem and confidence, right? A man of high self-esteem that I can actually respect and submit to down the road. Um, after I've told the whole world all these things about myself. See, the problem with black women compared to other women is they don't even understand the basic concept of girl keep that to yourself right so it adds insult to injury i mean it's one thing to beat someone up and punch them out and knock them out it's a whole nother thing to beat them up and then go take the video and show it to everybody in the neighborhood and every time you see him trying to get to know a girl you go pull the girl to the side and show her the video and talk about how he's a punk and every time you see him, you mush him. And it's, it's, it's like, and I think that's a big difference in general, in general, not in specific situations, but in general between the black woman and every other woman is they go out and they make videos, their music, they get on Instagram and Twitter. And it's like, they just tell the whole world, like, this is how we treat men. This is how we're going to treat men. This is how we are. And they talk about it like it's normal. Like it's something to look up to, like it's some type of way to live life as if they've, if any of them have any positive results from it, um, you know, it's like, it's a reoccurring cycle over and over again. One thing I can say about the black race in general, uh, male and females, it seems like we just don't really learn our lessons like other races do. It doesn't take other races, you know, four generations to figure out this doesn't work. Like, you know, we, we, the fact that we still have young black men that are willingly joining into the street lifestyle and the criminal lifestyle, it just, that's proof of it. The fact that our women, um, 
every 10 years they become worse and worse that's proof of it like no i don't i i don't know maybe i don't pay attention enough but to my observation and mind you i grew up in a diverse area so i know these things a little bit better than maybe some other black people who speak on it uh i can genuinely say that you don't see other races take 30 40 years to figure out that doesn't work you're nine out of 10 of you are going to get the negative results. Maybe one guy might come out on top. But if you all go into these lifestyles, if 10 of y'all go into this lifestyle, nine of y'all are going to fail. The success rate for being a feminist hoe, belong to the streets, I do what I want. I'm a boss bitch, you know, and I res- excuse my language, but I'm just, that's what they call it. I'm just quoting them. Uh, I'm a savage these results don't last matter of fact especially for the fact that a lot of these things are new so we don't even have the results yet you know but it's already not working because the main women that are really telling you to go be these things and yeah single ladies all my single ladies all my single ladies i'm a savage these these women that are teaching this in in bulk that have these huge platforms they're not even these things (laughs) You know, the girl who told you all my single ladies, all my single ladies hasn't been single since I was a kid. I'm almost 30 years old. I'll be 30 next year. She hasn't been single since I was in at least middle school. You do the math. The, the, the one that's telling you she's a savage, we've never seen her break a man's heart. She's crying because her last boyfriend allegedly shot her in the foot. And she's madly in love with this new boyfriend that she has. Didn't they tell you that I am a savage? That one, remember that girl? Yeah, she she just had a baby by a man who doesn't have as much money as her. I'm just and I'm not knocking the that man because I respect that man. I'm just trying to show you something here. You see what I'm saying? Like, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on, right? And why did I bring up the fact that he makes less money than her? Because y'all like to portray yourselves to be women that deserve billionaires damn near and a billionaire couldn't even get a billionaire so what makes you think you are that's number one number two um she's put herself at a lot of risk right because it's going to be kind of embarrassing if that woman i ain't gonna say her name but if that woman was to get played by that dude right she's like people gonna look at it and be like dang she got played by such and such and such now i haven't seen it but allegedly Lori harvey also has a sex tape out you see what I'm saying? It's just like, I mean, and, and, and just, and I don't know who the sex tape is with. Matter of fact, while we're here, let us look up the sex tape and who it's with. Um, I saw O'Shea Duke Jackson talking about it. Uh,. Is it with Michael B. Jordan? Is what I'm trying to figure out. That's what I'm, that's what I want to know. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to see any porn. Was it with Michael B. Jordan or not? That's all I'm, I'm looking to find out. I can't tell. I don't want to actually watch the video. Let me see. Let me just click on one of these websites that's talking about it. Um... What I do know is that there was somebody that wanted to marry this woman and make her into an honorable woman. And and, uh, this man is a man that, to my knowledge, a lot of women wish they could be with. He seems to me to be a good quality man. And from what I've heard, because I haven't really been in tune with social media in the last like week or two. And really even before that for like a month. But from what I've been hearing, she's been dissing him a lot. 
and throwing a little shade at him and it's very seeming very unnecessary i told you guys when they first broke up she removed all pictures of him or anything involving him from her social media but he didn't do that not 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 at first at least i don't even know maybe if he eventually did i don't know i haven't checked but you know and it's just like this is what i talk about this is the insult to injury and you don't think that young men aren't paying attention i don't have to tell them these things they see it on their own they see it on their own. I remember a time when I felt like me, Tommy Sotomayor, and a couple other people were the only people talking about this stuff. Now, just regular people talking about it because they see it on their own. And some of these people don't even know who, who the hell I am, for sure. You know, I know that much. They don't. They probably don't even know who the other people are either. But they're seeing it on their own because that's what's being pushed out there. The insult is coming with the the injury is already there. It's there with all women these days. It's there with white, Spanish, and Asian women as well. But now we have the insult coming from the black women. We have the the ha ha. We have the we have the insult. What do you think a young man feels right now, seeing a guy as well rounded as Michael B. Jordan, and he couldn't even get right with this girl, right? After a while, see, at first, I think us men really took it like, man, there's something wrong with us men. Now we're like, no, these women just, they have chose a different lifestyle. Then they've chose a different mentality. And at that point, it really has nothing to do with the quality of the man. Because no homo, but I think we all could agree that Michael B. Jordan, even just beyond his looks, that's where I said the girls, they like him a lot, right? Girls always talk about Michael B. Jordan, you know, would say that he's a good catch, right? It's somebody that I think... It's safe to say a lot of us would aspire to be in our own ways like a Michael B. Jordan, right? Um, I can't help but think that had he maybe took his chances with a Spanish, white, or Asian woman, he might probably have at least got a wife. And if it didn't work out, if it didn't work out, at least there wouldn't be so much insult behind it. You see, Will Smith, his wife is, is not has not just injured him. She's insulted him when she goes into these red table talks and she goes to these interviews and says just unnecessary things. I showed y'all how DJ Envy's wife insulted him. You know, these 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 women, these are black women, and they they they're making it to the point where the image is like if you date a black woman, not only will you potentially be injured, like you could be with a white Spanish woman as well, but you'll also be insulted. And, it's, and, and could you get insulted by a white or Spanish woman? Of course. But the odds are a little bit lower on that side than this side. It just is what it is. There's a lot of insult that comes with these black women. And I feel like what makes it scary is we can't really tell who's who. You can't just look at a black woman and say, well, Tommy, this one has a job and she makes her own money and she's she has real hair. Look, her hair is real. And oh, look, she doesn't really be on social media like that. Like that doesn't mean anything when it comes to them. Like you cannot, you is getting dating a black woman as a black man. If you're a white man listening to this, don't really take too much heed. You you will be okay. But if you're a black man listening to me right now, just hearing my voice, uh, you have to understand that dating a black woman in today's society, unfortunately, and I'm not saying this to diss them. I'm not saying this because I hate them or because they hurt my heart or I'm gay or any of the typical or mommy issues or any of the typical comebacks that I throw around and ju- try to justify why they do the stuff that they do and they can deflect from accountability um, and not have to refute anything I'm saying is playing Russian roulette. Dating a black woman is like playing Russian roulette. You take the gun. You know how to play Russian roulette? I don't want to tell you. I don't want to give anybody any bright ideas. If you don't know, then you can go look it up. But it's basically playing Russian roulette. If you want to take it away from anything potentially violent, it's like rolling the dice. I mean, you really can't force the dice to drop on seven or eleven. I mean, it might drop on three. It could drop. You know, like it's really rolling the dice. Like you might hit seven, you might hit eleven, but then again, you might not. You might just get five. You might just get a four. You know, like it's like playing spades. It's like you don't know what type of hand you're really gonna get. You can't make you get. I mean, if not, if everybody's playing fairly and shuffling the right way, you can't make yourself get a good hand, right? I mean, you can get a, some of the best space players in the world have t- can tell you that every now and then you get a bad hand that you really just can't work with, right? So it's the same thing. Like it's very, very, and then you have to also re- realize, especially. I mean, definitely, especially obviously with celebrities, it's definitely different. But even beyond the celebrity realm is the embarrassment and insult that comes with dating these women. I mean, I have black friends that date 
black women that date white women and I see way more insult coming from when they date the black women than when they my friends who have been maybe hurt by white women like it's to the point where they have to tell us that they were hurt by that white girl we would never know the white girl will protect them even as she move on with her life she'll still be like no he was a good guy I just had to the black the black woman go tell all of I don't have black girls I've seen black girls come come and tell not just me but other black men who were friends with a black man all kind of dirt on him. I've, I, I I don't listen to it. Uh, this happened not too long ago, actually. My One of my homeboys, and um, he's like a pretty successful videographer here in Atlanta. Um, to my knowledge, he does everything he can for his son. He's always spoke very highly of his girlfriend, actually. Very highly of her. Um, he goes out of his way to speak highly of her, right? And as soon as they had one little fallout... She would have made all these fake pages for him, like trying to make him look bad. She started writing me and other men telling us all this stuff. And I had to tell her, told her real quick. I was like, look, I don't give a damn what you say he did. I don't care. I don't care what you tell me. Get out of my inbox. Do not ever write me again. Like, I'm not going for that. Like, don't, I'm not going to be that guy. Cause I've had, I've had a woman do that to me. I've had a woman go to my friends a black woman go to my friends and tell them all these things and unfortunately for me if I could be quite honest with you my friends jumped on her side you know she told them a bunch of stories that honestly I feel like these guys just must be horny or something or they never were my true friends because I don't know how they could even believe these stories right especially with nothing to back it up and especially knowing who this woman is but yeah, I've had I've had a girl do that to me. It worked with some of my friends. Some of my friends it didn't work with. But she's went to she went to all of my homeboys and started just telling them things. I've I personally have dated several white women. Not one of them ever did that to me. And every white girl I've ever dated, but the cool thing about every white girl I've ever dated, y'all, is well, except for one of them, every white girl I've ever dated knew my friends, or at least knew a friend or two. The first two white girls I ever was in a serious relationship with, I met them in the mixture of my inner social circle. So, like, they knew me and my friends before we even became a romantic thing. And when we broke up, they protected me and I protected them. Okay, we we kept whatever our business was to ourselves. There was never nothing public. None of them went and tried to tell nobody nothing about me. None of them went and tried to make nothing up. None of them went and did this or that. And the third, it was a smooth breakup. We dealt with it. We might have cried. We might have been angry, upset. But nobody, there was no insult added to the injury of the breakup. And I think what you have to realize is that in life, you can't really necessarily, unless you're going to live your life in fear, avoid things like being cheated on or things like being just heartbroken. It doesn't have to always be cheated but just being heartbroken. But the one thing that you can do is you can at least get to a point where you say, I'm not going to date anyone that I feel like is a very hazardous potential for them to do that. One thing you can do if you're going to still date black women, I'm not going to tell you I stopped dating black women, but one thing you can do is just pay attention to them and ask and just ask questions and make them feel comfortable and they'll tell you. What's crazy is this. So the last black girl, well, the second to last black girl I was serious with, um, which I've talked to you guys about her before, the one that tried to steal all my money and all this and tell all these rumors and told me she was pregnant when she really wasn't and she wasn't going to let me see the baby. All, all, all these things that hurt me, right? What's crazy is in the beginning of our relationship, she openly talked to me about things she's done to other people. Not necessarily men she dated, but just she has she showed me that she was a very vengeful, spiteful person. And if you crossed her or if she felt like you crossed her, she wasn't going to just, you know, take the high road. She was going to go lower than even you did. So she's the type of person like uh, just to give you a very clear example, I'm not saying this actually happened with her, but just, you know, just a, uh, like a metaphor. If you talk about her, she'll hit you. If you hit her, she'll shoot you like she's going to take everything to the next level. And, and that's a different level of insult that comes with it. So she could have just walked away from the relationship peacefully, which is what I, I 
expected this so-called Christian educated woman to do. But what she did was go and try to do all this spiteful things and then tried to ruin my life. I had a very um, upcoming that was doing great social media presence. She went and deleted all of my social media apps, all of them. Um, literally even stuff I even forgot I even had. She deleted my Facebook. I don't even know how she got into my Facebook. Um, well, I'm, I'm the type of person. I keep the same password for everything. So, you know, she, she went and um, set, zailed herself money from my, from my accounts. Like, because she had my phone. She had all my stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she, she did a lot of things to try and hurt me. Some of the things worked. Most of them didn't. She also then went on my Instagram before she deleted it. And went on a huge rant in my story, um, trying to talk like me, like typing, like typing and screenshotting it. Like it was me saying all kind of stuff. Like I beat my mom up. I beat my sister up. Um, I, I think I forgot. People told me, but they said they didn't pay attention to it because they just figured it wasn't me. But like I, I didn't see it, obviously. And and like she just did a lot of very evil things. Some things I don't want to speak on, not because I'm embarrassed of them, but simply because... Um, there are there are different energies moving I'll just say that to take care of certain things and we don't want to I don't want nothing to do with that so anyways um, oh some great news by the way just to input this out there I was baptized yesterday y'all isn't that great let me get an amen I was baptized yesterday was great um in front of a whole church, big church too. It's on YouTube. It's like, it was, it was cool. Like my dad was there. It was cool. So like, Lord, thank you so much. We want, you know, you guys start taking y'all, y'all spiritual journey more serious. Understand that there is ritual, even if you don't believe in religion. Um, we do ritual of everything. So anybody's like, well, we're not, you do ritual. Trust me, you, you don't realize it, but you do ritual of everything. You don't just go to the gym and start working out, right? You go through a, a stretching process. You turn on certain music, right? That's a, that's a ritual. Um, so anyways, uh, when you think about it, when you're getting to know a woman, right? You take her on dates. That's that's a ritual. That's a ritual. You know, you're courting her. You're vetting her. You're trying to figure things out. That's a ritual. So um, if you join a gang, you know, you get jumped in. That's a ritual. So... It was beautiful to see my mom and dad get along. We went to eat. It was cool, man. Like, for anybody who knows me personally, that was really cool. I just wanted to share that with you guys. Because I'm not on social media anymore, so I know some of y'all only hear from me now here on Spotify or whatever platform you're listening. By the way, we are on other platforms, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all show a little love. So check this out, though. Like, and I think I think if black women could at least understand that concept then maybe they won't take the insults, you know, because we now have reciprocated a lot of insult as well, um, as to the heart and as they won't, they won't be so, you know, like, thought off by it and confused by it because they'll be like, oh, well, I mean, that's what we do. I mean, when you go on the internet and you go sit down on these interviews and you talk the way, like, Lori Harvey talks or the way these women talk, these are ways that, I mean, when men talk these ways, they I mean, they damn near get canceled. People can talk about Future all they want to, but you don't have any interviews of Future seriously sitting down, like talking like the way Lori Harvey does. But Future's the one that they call the dog. Future's the one that they call the male hoe and toxic and things like that. But, you know, it seems like black women get these passes to be very insultive on top of um, prone to committing injury to the black man, specifically the black man, because they don't act like this with any other race of men. Which is why I've said before, I firmly believe that, um, and it sucks to say this, I don't wish it was this way, but I believe that black people need to take a break from each other for a while, maybe for a couple of generations until things can just be normal again because, and there's not as much animosity and tension because black people in my observation, just from the outside looking in, I'm not even going to use my own examples, my personal examples, but just from the outside looking in, black people in general, male or female, tend to do better they tend to treat people better. They tend to have better outcomes when they date other races of people. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to admit it. But it's a fact at this point. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. You see longer marriages. You see um, better, healthier breakups. You see less violence. You see less infidelity. You see more understanding, more patience. You see more teamwork. You see less tension and less animosity. When black people date each other, they come in a door already like, hmm, 
it's all, it's all, I've already wrote you off. I'm going to still have sex with you. I'm still going to go on dates with you. I'm still going to talk on the phone. I'm still going to be with you. But truthfully, I've already wrote you off because our images are dehumanized to each other. So I already look at you like, man, you're going to be just another hoe. Where we don't look at the white woman like that. We don't look at the Spanish woman like that. Maybe maybe some Spanish women, but most of them know they get a chance as well. And vice versa. They don't look at the white man like that. It's not just about, I don't think, self-hate and all these things that these pro-black people like to put on it. But I think it's more so about just simply there's no animosity. The image hasn't been shattered. The image is still beautiful. So you walk in open-minded until the day that you see otherwise. And what usually happens at the bare minimum, usually, for example... When a black man gets played or done wrong by a Spanish or white woman, he just doesn't like that one white woman. He doesn't walk away like, man, these white women ain't ish. Where black women, he does that. You got to keep in mind, we grew up with a black woman. And not just our moms, but our aunties, our sisters, the girls on the street as well. So we've already don't even realize that the tension has already been put there. So what happens for most of us, we don't notice that that specific tension and animosity and just low standard until we leave the black community as an adult and and go out and not even date but just meet other women and, and even if these women that you meet are in relationships and you see how they are with their men and you say wow I, I always thought that women were like this and it's like no that's just how black women are because you're going to pick up on a pattern if, if, if something if you see something reoccurring from a group you know, it might take you a while before you realize that, oh, that's just what this group does. You see what I'm saying? Or that's mainly what this group is known for. So what black men have to realize is that their image has been shattered completely to black men. And um, I get that some of them are going to say, well, y'all too. And I know there's a lot of black women listening right now with the y'all too. And it's like, you know, go get your podcast and you can talk about the other side of it. I'm not here to talk about the other side of it. And I still feel like I've been pretty inclusive in this conversation. Also talking about black men as well. But... I think black, the difference between black men and black women is that when we get talked about, we're not as quick to just jump down and deflect and we don't, well, your daddy black and, oh, you must be a lesbian. If you're a lesbian, just say that. Like, we don't do that. We listen and we either refute what you're saying or we add to it or we try to, you know what I'm saying? But we try to, to stay on topic. We don't just jump to these assumptions. And I think that black women, them doing that has actually done them um, it's cut them a pretty bad deal. It's really giving them the short end of the stick. They think that it gives them the long end where they can keep us at distance and at bay and keep moving the goalpost and keep justifying what they're doing and their lack of results and 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 just you know just push it up, take away the accountability and just say, well, it's the black man's fault, it's the white system's fault, it's it's European beauty standards' fault, it's God's fault, but never their fault. Um, and I, I really think that that's not really done anything good for them because what it does is it stagnates them. And, and, and then, they be, like I said, if you really look at the black woman, except for like her money, right? I mean, they are really falling shorter and shorter and shorter, right? Uh, the black women of today are not the black women of yesterday, right? And it seems like it's getting worse where you can have someone like a Lori Harvey. You know what makes Lori Harvey so significant to me? She's Steve Harvey's daughter. I mean, this dude is supposed to be this well-suited, well-groomed, well-rounded. He got the show. All he do is talk to the women and he tell the women what to do and what not to do. And his daughter just can't seem to get right. And it seemed like he was a great father growing up. So she must have been under his ruling somehow. Like how she's still out here looking, looking crazy and looking even worse than she did two, three years ago. Every two years, she looked worse. I feel like... You know, that's a good example to show you. I mean, they say, oh, well, the black girls who act like that are the ones who don't got their daddy in their life. Not only does she have her daddy in her life, she has a very great dad in her life, right? I think we all can agree with that. And, you know, oh, the black, it's the ones who need to weave. I don't, I don't know, but Lori Harvey doesn't really look like she wears much weave to me, right? And if she does, she's wearing the weave that looks more like black girl hair. Oh, it's the fat ones. She's not fat. Oh, it's the uneducated ones. She's not uneducated. Oh, it's the ones who have too many businesses. She don't got that many businesses. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's like, no, it's just this group of people have chosen a mentality because our culture accepts that mentality and they have got away with, and it's partially men's fault as well, with being able to negate and deflect 
um, all day long and just push it on to everyone else's, everyone else's problem. It's the white woman's fault. It's the white man's fault. It's the system's fault. It's slavery's fault. It's the black man's fault. It's God's fault. It's our daddy's fault. But as far as these so-called quote unquote grown ASS women who quote unquote have all this knowledge and they're so smart, but yet, I mean, the results just aren't there, right? They say, oh, white women want to be us, but the white women end up with just as many businesses as you, just as many degrees as you, and still got her husband, and sometimes her husband is yours. So, I mean, how? why would she want to be like you? Why? How can someone scream they're a victim all day and then the next day tell everybody somebody trying to be like them? Who would want to be a victim? Who would want to be you, you know? When we really look at you, you don't want to be you. You don't want to be yourself. You're trying to be somebody else. You've chosen these mentalities that have no results to prove that they'll actually get you anywhere or any results that you claim to want. So either you really don't want these results, you don't feel worthy of these results deep inside, so you keep finding ways to mess it up so you could say, well, look, one day, or, you know, you're just slow. I mean, I don't know which one it is. If you tell me, maybe it's different for all of y'all. But what I'm saying is that what they don't realize is how much insult they bring with the injury. Right. I mean, it, 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 you know, um, do you remember when Tommy Sotomayor was on Fresh and Fit and that black girl tried to literally fist fight him? What do you think the injury is and what do you think the insult is? The injury is they clearly had some type of fallout prior to the show. Right. When he invited her and the other girl to the house, Claudia, I think her name was a light skinned girl. And it didn't work out too well. The insult is that you would come here. And randomly feel the need to attack me, knowing who I am, I'm not hiding it, right? And then jump up and try to physically attack me in public, on camera, right? So that's the insult to it. And this is what we deal with with our women. We don't deal with other women in that way. We just don't get it. You don't get white girls trying to fight you, you know, because y'all didn't work out. Or y'all had a situation where they didn't get what they thought they were coming to get. Like you don't, you just don't deal with that. And that's the insult of it. You know, everybody is, look, there's child molesters in every race. There's poor child molesters. There's rich child molesters. There's no real criteria for a child molester. People think there is, but there's really not right. We've even seen decently handsome men molesting children. Like, bro, why you can't get a girl your own age? So look at R. Kelly. He's rich. Some people would even say that he's not ugly. He's a handsome man. He's a rich, handsome man. He chose younger girls, right? So you can't really put a criteria on it, like, right? So we're, so that's one of those type of things that's just an injury, in my opinion, right? Because no man is going to molest a kid and brag about it. But like, then you have, when you, when you come back to this type of a situation, there is injury. There's injury in every race of woman these days. All these women are lost. The white woman is definitely lost. She's the one leading the pack. Believe it or not, she's just not doing it as openly. She just do a little something, something right quick and then go back to her little hiding spot. And the black girl, the black girl don't even realize what she does. She go pick up what the white girl do and she does it to a whole nother level. And that's when it goes from just being something that's injury to something that's also now insult. Okay, you're now also, you've cut me and you've turned the knife and you threw salt in the wound in the wound like you know what I'm saying like you 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 you've you've added more to the thing and at that point it makes someone say you know I don't know if I really want to deal with this I don't know if I really want to deal with this I don't know if I really want to deal with this and that's when it becomes scary and that's what women don't realize that's what a lot of uh, a lot of women don't realize that a lot of black women excuse me and they like I said they get confused they wonder why things aren't going a certain way they wonder why it's not working out you know, and at the end of the day, you know, to bring this thing full circle and bring it home and go ahead and shut the episode down. This is what a generation of godless women look like. You see, reading this book and this guy was explaining that even if you're not religious, a lot of successful people may not talk about it, but they all believe in a higher power. And I, I think believing in something bigger than you. Believing in something bigger than you keeps you balanced. It keeps you, no matter how exalted you get, it still keeps you with a balance of being confident and also having a nice humbleness to you and meekness. The meek shall inherit the earth. And I think the reason why things are going so wrong for black women 
and see they don't want to hear it. and once again the difference between black women and 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 well i was said black men earlier but really everybody else is we can take a talking we can listen we can hear bad things about us you know white men and white people in general hear bad things about them every day from the black race they don't get the chance to refute it and come back and be all mean and aggy about it black men we've been hearing bad things about us for how long what's crazy is we've defeated a lot of our stereotypes and we still get we still have to hear them nobody's going to tell me that the black man today is the same black man of yesterday we don't no longer be like i'm going to go get milk and never come home that's not a thing but yet we're still held to the deadbeat standard right there's way more black men getting educated these days than have ever before. More and more young black men, most of the young black men I know, they're not looking to become street dudes. They're looking to go to college. My, my two little brothers, are, are they're black. Well, they're mixed, but they're black still. And I, I just see my little brother, my littlest brother, he's, he, trust me, he's nowhere near on the path of thugging like I was when I was his age. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's, it's, it's like, the, and his friend was with him too. And he's not like that. And we still get held to these standards and mainly by our own people, right? So it's just like, but we we don't, even though we've changed a lot, we still listen. And any black woman say, no, y'all don't. You're a liar. Like, it's as simple as that. You're a liar. We still listen. We don't jump out there and bring up your daddy and all these things that you guys assume that we're gay and assume that we must have a little dick. We don't say, oh, she's talking bad about black men or oh, her pussy must stink. <laughs> Yeah, they must have left her because they're pussy. We don't do that. Like, y'all do that type of stuff to us. You're the only group of people in the world. Even the gays. Even the gays we could talk to. We can't go too far with it, right? But, I mean, we could still talk to them. They don't get to commit us and, and say too much. But there's one group of people that nobody can seem to talk to, and it's the black woman. It's to the point where other people don't even want to talk about y'all. They they, they think it, but they're like, oh, oh. they don't want to say anything, Right? So it's just like, um, that's the difference. And my, my whole thing is this, like at the end of the day, you know, until you guys realize that you're not the superior beings of this universe. And I have to say universe because they think that they're, they're the top of they're they're above the celestial beings, the heavenly beings, you know, they're above, they definitely think they're above men. They think they're above white people. They think above Asians. They think they're above Spanish people. They think they're literally the cream of the crop of the world and that they like everybody should basically be bound down to them and no matter what they do and no matter what they say they're supposed to get good results and they're supposed to get and it's like okay until the day you guys realize that you're not and actually the more you think that you are the less you know of a position you have because you had a pretty superior position at one point believe it or not and a lot of women need to hear this too not just black women like your strength is not in trying to prove that you're above everybody and that you don't have to listen and you could do whatever you want. Your strength has always actually been in understanding. I forgot what show was that I was watching where the girl was like telling the young girl. I think it was Power. I believe it was Power. And I think I've seen it somewhere else too where a woman was explaining to a, a younger woman, our true power isn't trying to run things. It's in letting men think that they run things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Which means that at some point you would have to play a subservient role. Like at the end of, at the, end of the day, um, Adam listened to God. He would not listen to the devil. But who did he listen to? Eve. Remember? So Eve was able to get him to disrespect God and himself. The devil couldn't even do it. So like there's, you have power in making a, and how did she make him? So somebody said, well, Tom, what you mean? She made him feel like he had power. Well, think about it. She went to him. Right. And was like, basically made him feel like you can do this. And once he felt like he could do it, then he then joined her in it in that first sin. Right. The fall of man. So she controlled the situation by actually giving up this dominating thing. Right. So when you think deeply about it, like you have more power in accepting your more subservient role. Um, you have more power in accepting who you really are. You're not, you know, and accepting the titles that nobody can't take, you can't share with me. Me and you both can end up being a CEO. Me and you both can both end up with five degrees from college. Me and you both can end up uh, owning three businesses. But one thing I can't ever do is be a wife or a mother. That's where your main two powers lie. Period. You know how women used to run the world back in the day? They'd marry the right man. And they would 
they, you know, you, you think these kings did all this stuff by themselves? No, they go home and say, wife, we have to build a castle wall. She's like, you know what? I think you should build the walls a little higher than that. And he's like, really? And he would go out and tell the world, we're going to build the walls higher. What they don't know is that she made that decision. So she really just controlled the whole empire at that point, right? And that's where her power was. Had she tried to exalt herself above him, it would have just failed and no walls would have got built. The enemies would have then infiltrated the infrastructure and they would have failed as a kingdom. But because she realized I have more power in my womanhood and in my femininity than I could ever have trying to step out of it, right? She actually ended up actually making a lot of things happen. Now, did she get a lot of credit? Probably no. And that's always been you guys' problem. That's always been the thing that drove women to want to do things that are out of their place is the credit. If you pay attention, it's always the, the real root of it is they want credit. You know, and when they don't get that credit, especially black women, they tend to get tend to get very angry and upset. They want the credit. You know, they want they want to be. I know they don't like to hear this, but that's what it is. They want the praise and worship. You know, essentially they want to be God. Remember, that's what the devil had to use to get Eve to go over there. He he didn't get her to go over there for anything else. When he said this will make you like God, and then she realized, wait, you mean the, this God that my husband is always listening to and talking to privately without me, that guy? So I'll be basically equal to him which means I'll be superior to to this man who's also superior to me and animals. Oh, yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. You know what? It does look good. I'm, I mean, let me go over there and get a, You see what I'm saying? So it's always been in their most literally their, their deepest nature, because this was this was something that was in the female's nature before she fell. Right. Before she was cursed. This was in her nature. And if you really want to get technical, Eve was a black woman. Yeah, because when you do the when you do the basic lineage and you draw down, right? Adam and Eve were not necessarily the first humans on earth. They were the they were the father and mother of what eventually led to be the Israelites. The Israelites have now been proven because the veil is lifting that the Israelites were black and brown people. So it's safe to say that Eve was a woman of color. Science has already kind of proved this. White scientists have even admitted this. They have a different reason for why they believe that than I do, but it's still the same result. So Eve was probably more than likely a black woman, probably a very black woman too, dark skin and all. And you see how before she even was cursed, y'all, before she even ate from the forbidden tree and ate the forbidden fruit, she already had it in her to want some damn credit, to want to be above somebody. That's why God, when he, 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 see, Y'all got to pay attention. When God does things, he does them very specific for a reason. The reason why he punished Eve and one of the Eve's, the punishment he gave Eve, which would obviously be the punishment of all women, was I'm going to make you want to rule over your husband, but he will always rule over you is because he realized that that's what made her want to do those things. I'll give you a quick example. When he punished Egypt, a lot of people read the, the Bible and they read these, these plagues and they're like, why are these plagues so specific, right? These frogs and, well, if you actually do some history uh, research on ancient Egypt, every plague lines up with one of the gods, the false gods that the Egyptians was worshiping. That's why he wanted to fulfill all the plagues. Because remember, in the Bible, it literally clearly states that Pharaoh would have a change of heart, but then God would harden his heart because God had a plan. He was trying to, yeah, he wanted to free them, but he was like, in the meantime, let me also teach these Egyptians a lesson. Oh, you guys said that this God rules over the water? Well, then here, look, I turned your water to blood. Oh, you said that this God rules over all these cows are worshiping? Well, here, I'm going to kill all your cows. You see what I'm saying? So, like, this is what this is what happened, and, and, and um, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of times that... Our punishments come and our judgment comes from the things that we actually do. So she was, that's why she was, she was, she was, she was doing that. And that's why they're trying to teach the woman now the devil, he knows the time is coming. So he's trying to teach the women to not want a husband because as long as you have the desire for a husband, that curse is going to always have strength over you, right? Because the curse didn't say you'll want to rule over a man. It says you'll want to rule over your husband, but he will always rule over you. 
I need you guys to, to not let what I just said go over your head. I need you to really, really hone in on this. And I know that this message, the one that I just spoke, once it's understood by certain women, they're going to say, well, then, yeah, you're right. We need to get away from one husband. That's that's going to do the worst thing for you, because what you just did is submitted to Satan's kingdom at that point. That's what he wants you to do. I just told you what the devil wants you to do. And you're now talking about that. Well, that sounds like a smart thing to do. Cause I don't want to be ruled over. Your fear of being ru- ruled by a man is literally destroying you as a woman. It stole all the most precious things from you. Look at it this way, right? Let's look at the abortion thing, right? Because you don't like a man controlling your body, right? You have now told yourself that I'm going to... to promote an abortion what are the two main things that a woman can do or become that nobody else can do or become makes you sacred at that point that's what makes things sacred is when they're exclusive right excuse me what are those two things one of them is becoming a wife but the main one is becoming a mother your whole name woman you're made to be a mother so you're willing to, to potentially risk giving up that just to show men that y'all can't rule over me. See what I'm saying? So this fear of a man being above you or controlling you, right? Which we see mainly white women and, and black women have this fear. Uh, is literally destroying your femininity. It's stealing from you. And it's making you very good soldiers for Satan's kingdom. You see what I'm saying? Because you fear this so much. You want to... You wanna, you want to get away from the things that God created, the institutions that God created so much um, that you'll go and give up these things, right? And that's just one example, right? So you end up lost because you can't be happy trying to be someone else. You'll always need validation. You'll always need to find groups of people that are also just as lost as you. You'll always you always end up hurting yourself because you're living life on a whim. So we can get deep into this all we want to. But at the end of the day, um, you've added a lot of insult to injury. Um, my sister's out there that's listening. And you have to understand that you should know better than anybody else that nobody would want to deal with that. It, not, not anybody with any self-esteem, right? Nobody would want to deal with somebody who's not only going to hurt you, but they're going to also add more to it by talking about it and bragging about it and acting like oh well like what is, what is a black woman's favorite thing to do right act unbothered right they're, I said I said before I said they're, they're, they're quick to make war they're slow to show love right black women will literally I, I saw a black woman one time and this is a girl I know too she tweeted out that she said um she said if a man tell me well she didn't say a man she said if a nigga she said if, call her directly if a nigga tell me a joke I'm going to wait till I get home to laugh. I ain't going to be out here boosting these niggas' heads up. Right? So they they, they don't want to show you no love. They don't make you feel good. Right? But they real quick to, you know, chomp you off in front of everybody. You see what I'm saying? They won't wait to go home to chomp you off. Oh, they're going to chomp you off right here. They won't wait to go home to reject you and not just reject you in just a regular way either, in a very insultive way. And this is why, like... You know, even when I was out trying to be single, I didn't approach black women because... See, I've never been the type of dude growing up that couldn't take rejection. We grew up getting rejected. We went to the skating rink. We went to the mall. We talked to 100 girls that day. You think we got every one of their numbers? We grew up getting rejected. But, you know, what it is is that the black girl rejects differently than the white girl. You know when white girls reject me almost every time they smile? <laughs> every time I've ever talked talk to a white girl, she was like, yeah, she would smile at me. I'd be like, all right, yeah, she's just not feeling me. Maybe she don't even like black guys. Let me go over here, right? Black girls feel like they got to ignore you and make a face. It's like, why you got to do all of that? Like, you wouldn't even do that if a white boy you didn't like approached you. Like, don't do that to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, 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 they're very just naturally insultive. Even beyond relationship, even platonic interactions, black women are very insultive in just different ways. When we went to the restaurant yesterday, the black girl who was a host would not even look at us in our face. She didn't even look at my dad in his, in his eyes. My dad is worth, you know, money. Like, you better, girl, you better, you know what I'm saying? Like, she looking down and she don't want to look at us and she just, uh, and just had this attitude. But then when we started dealing with the white girl, she's smiling, she's looking at us in our eyes, she's making eye contact, things like that. I, I, I 
had did a delivery the other day and the black lady gonna come to the door and just kind of just take it out and she didn't want to look at me and say thank you but when I deal with white women they they say thank you they say appreciate I appreciate you and they wish me to have a good day like it's a lot of you're very insultive and at this point you know beyond even a relationship you don't even need to worry about that you need to worry about at least just platonic interactions people just don't want to deal with you you know, I ain't allowed at the church. I go to a, a predominantly white church. It's mostly diverse, but it's predominantly white. And um, this black girl tried to approach me yesterday after I got baptized, and I almost walked away from her. You know, because I was like, oh, no, I don't want Because it's just like, it's to the point where you start to live in fear of them. Like, you know, it's just like fear of a confrontation, not like you're just completely scared, but like just to avoid confrontation, I'd rather avoid you in general. And I had to tell myself, hey, man, this is church. Come on, this lady might not be like that. And she turned out to be very helpful. But at first, I was like, oh, I don't even know what, oh, what nope, nope, nope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was trying to get away from her at first because she kept coming towards me. And I'm just like, oh, gosh. Like, you know, so it's just like, um, you know, we have to become more conscious of the way that we are as black people and if we're not going to become conscious of that, then just understand why you're not getting the results that you claim to want. And don't be mad when people start to distance themselves from you or they go date outside of their race or be friends with people who aren't black. It's to the point where nowadays I got a homeboy. I talk about him a lot. He still talks to me whenever I hit him up. He, you know, he's real cool. He's really supportive, very supportive friend. But if you go on his Instagram right now, you would swear he has no black friends. You would swear that he has no black friends. Because all he do is take pictures with white, white, his white friends, right? And I was like, you know, honestly, bro, I've never heard of this friend of mine ever going to jail or getting turned. He's always happy. He's all, and it's like, I don't blame him. You know, and I don't think that he hates black people. Clearly, he still deal with me. He still deal with Mike and Mike and everybody else from back in the day. But, you know, he chooses to hang out with these people because they don't come with all the rah-rah. And they don't come with all the insult. You know, you go around your your black homeboys, oh, I always got something funny to say. You ever notice that? Oh, I got some type of stupid joke. Like, bro, like, dang, bro, like, why you always got to say something rude? Like, it's just like, it's just black people in general, we're very insultive. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's to the point where it makes people just not want to deal with us. If they can avoid us at all costs, they will. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and I'm out.